I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. It has been an incredibly somber week at my home. I've just been soaking up the time that I've had with my son. It's his fall break, so he has been home all week with me, which has been very interesting, but also really nice because of everything that's going on in the world right now. It's so nice to be able to hug him constantly throughout the day because I feel so grateful that he is safe in my arms and that we are safe in our home because that is not the case for millions of people right now. So today we are going to spend the entirety of our episode talking about Israel. That said, I wanted to chat with you about one of our sponsors before we get started. Do you have a lingering skin issue that you can't seem to get rid of? Have you ever thought about going to see a skincare professional and then thought, when would I ever have time for that and won't it be expensive? If that's you, I've got you. Protea is a woman-owned beauty business based out of Virginia, but here's the thing. They specialize in virtual skincare consultations. Yes, that's right. You can be on your couch, in your sweatpants. You don't have to go anywhere, but you can get top of the line advice within your budget and guidance from a trained skincare professional called an esthetician. They also have a top-of-the-line, cruelty-free skincare line that is produced here in the United States so they can recommend products that they know are going to work for your skin because they know these products inside and out, you guys. Your personal skincare professional with Protea will always recommend the products that are best fit for your skin, but if that happens to be a Protea product, they donate a Skin Confidence skincare kit to an unhoused woman for every purchase. So, I love this company because you're not only supporting a business that is woman-owned, but a business that also gives back. So when you support them, you support our show. Book your consultation today at www.bookprotea.com, and that link is also in our show notes, so you can just click over super conveniently. Like I said, when you support Protea, you support our podcast, but another way that you can support our show is to become a patron directly. That's at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. So basically that is a way where you can donate money to our cause here, <laughs> um, creating a less stressful place to consume the news. And you can give $7.99 monthly or any amount above that that you'd like to. Um, and that is the most direct way to support us. And if you appreciate having this space, 
you know, that is, again, the most direct way you can support us. We have people who give $100 a month to our organization. So I just want to say I appreciate our patrons so much. This show really wouldn't exist without our sponsors and our patrons. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. And now, without further ado, we will go ahead and jump into the news. So, Israel. The entirety of today's episode is going to be focused solely on Israel. And we're going to be going back to basics a little bit. So I want to let you guys know why this matters, why it matters, not just to the safety of those who are experiencing this catastrophe right now, but why it matters to people here in the U.S. and everyone globally, actually, all of our safety is wrapped up in this. I also want to discuss some of the key players in this issue, the major names and organizations that you're going to hear thrown around and basically, you know, do a little explainer on what each of those things is and then set expectations for what is going to happen going forward with this conflict because things will not be ending quickly, you guys. So first and foremost, like I said, why should you care about this? So obviously you're seeing these horrible things happening, but maybe you're thinking both sides are blowing things out of proportion. Why can't they just get along? This is such an old conflict. I don't even know where to start with it, etc. Well, first of all, we should all care about the loss of human life. I think that is like something, you know, just on a human level, we should care about the terrorism that we are seeing against other human beings, the hostage crisis, and the developing humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Just as humans, we should care about those things. But if you need a reason to care more personally and a way that it's going to impact your life, don't worry. This threatens your safety as well, that of all your friends, family, and everyone you know. I've never said that before on this podcast. I don't like scare tactics. That's not what we do here. But this situation threatens all of us. Let me paint a picture for you. Hamas is connected to Iran. Iran is connected to Russia. See where I'm going here? In a Zoom call that I was on yesterday through Columbia University, Hillary Rodham Clinton, former Secretary of State, said that the situation between Hamas, Iran, and Russia is not something that will be monitored hour by hour, but something that's going to be monitored minute by minute. And the Trump administration, who was on the Zoom call as well, agreed with her. And those two don't agree on much. I don't say this to scare you, but we don't sugarcoat shit here at Sugar Free Media, and a world war is an incredibly real possibility right now. Iran and Hamas are just about as evil as it gets, you guys. They are anti-LGBT. They are anti-women's rights. They, especially Iran, mistreats their own people to such a severe degree that it's hard for us to even fathom living here comfortably in the United States. And if they choose to align themselves with other global leaders such as Putin in Russia, Kim Jong-un in North Korea, who have human rights abuses just as grave as Hamas and Iran, then we are suddenly all involved. And this will be a fight for democracy as difficult and as paramount and potentially as deadly as World War II. It is of the utmost importance that things de-escalate in this region for our collective safety and that of humanity. That said, I wanted to set some expectations here. This is going to be a long war. 
This is not a war that's going to be settled in two, three, or four weeks. It will be months, if not years long, and that's not me estimating that. That is not my estimation. On the Zoom call I was on, people who have participated in diplomatic efforts in this region going back decades and are the literal experts on this region, they are making this estimation based on what they have heard directly from Israeli and other global leaders. Some on the call said that Israel has no choice but to eradicate Hamas, and I have no doubt that they want to. That said, there has been a call on social media for this day, today, Friday, October 13th, to be a day of violence against the Jews globally. It's hard to tell if things like this online are real or not, but Hamas did, after all, strike on freaking Yom Kippur, guys, so they love a coordinated date, and Friday, October the 13th, would certainly be a spine-chilling one. Friday is also when Jews celebrate Shabbat. I share this just to warn people. If you're Jewish, of course, please be safe. I'm sure you've heard all of this by now. But if you're not, please check in with your Jewish friends and family and see if you can help them stay safe inside on this day and especially at night. The U.S. has officially blocked the $6 billion from being used by Iran. <laughs> this freaking $6 billion, it's like the bane of my existence, you guys. It's one of those like words that's always just going to annoy the shit out of me. If you guys remember, this is the $6 billion that was part of the hostage negotiations <laughs> um, with Iran. It's not funny, but I feel like at the end of the day, this $6 billion, it's like a ping pong match of it moving back and forth through all these different hands. And honestly, given what we know that, you know, Hamas is most likely connected to Iran, they helped plan this attack and now they have American hostages again. um, This move definitely makes sense. So now we're going to go over some of the key players that whose names you maybe have heard thrown around. I've tried to break them down as we go, but I just wanted them all in one concise place for you guys to reference. So first and foremost, Netanyahu. So Netanyahu is a prime minister of Israel. They also have a president, but the prime minister is the most powerful leadership position. Prior to this attack by Hamas, Netanyahu was pretty unpopular for his attempt to undermine Israel's democracy through an overhaul of the judicial system. He is in hot water for everything that has gone down since and is pretty unpopular, like I said. And then secondly, I want to talk about what is Hamas. So Hamas is the terrorist group that currently leads Palestine's government. They are poor and they largely spread their thought process and propaganda through refugee camps to others who are also poor and suffering. They are buddies with the leadership in Iran who commits atrocities against their own people, but especially women, every single day. They likely get their funding for these recent attacks from Iran. And then Hezbollah. So you may have been hearing like Hezbollah, that word thrown around. What is Hezbollah? So they are a Lebanese militant group, which means party of God, and they are backed by Iran as well. 
They are considered to be a terrorist group by the U.S., Israel, and other Western countries. While they do not fully align with Hamas, they have slightly different ideologies. They are in alignment with Hamas in that they want to destroy Israel as well as all Israeli Jews. They want them wiped off the face of the planet, and they do not hesitate to say that. Antony Blinken. Who is Antony Blinken? He is the U.S. Secretary of State, and he just touched down in Tel Aviv in the past 24 hours, where I assume he will be assessing the situation and working closely with Israeli leadership. Biden. (laughs) We all know who President Biden is. He's the president of the United States, but he is also a key player here because his support for Israel and how this all plays out, um, it has a lot to do with us, whether we're going to give them funding, whether we're going to like stand by them diplomatically. This can change the landscape of things quite a bit and quite quickly. One of the most important things Biden has been saying is he's been making it very clear that no one else should get involved in this region. And I don't know if you noticed that because I read some of his statements directly in the past couple episodes, which if you haven't listened to those, I highly recommend going back and listening. But President Biden is saying don't get involved with this because that's what would escalate things to a World War Three scenario is if you see other Muslim Arab world nations, Saudi Arabia, um, Syria, all different countries in this area have participated in conflicts between the Palestinian people and Israel for decades, for a very, very long time, <laughs> maybe even further than that. But they participated in this violence quite a bit over time. And so if it escalates like that, then the U.S. needs to be more directly involved. And then again, it just it escalates everything into this kind of World War Three scenario. So now I wanted to talk about the hostage crisis. So right now, the New York Times is reporting that there are approximately 150 hostages held in Gaza by Hamas. Gaza is a tiny area, you guys. But that said, these hostages could be anywhere. And this is a very densely populated area of the world. And so you have to keep in mind that finding these people is going to be really difficult. Israel's surveillance of this area is pretty intense and has been historically. That said, this plan was a well-thought-out, premeditated event. And Hamas has a long record of using hostages to get their needs met. So they probably had a pretty good hiding place planned out for these victims, making it one of the most complex hostage crises ever faced here in Israel, or maybe even world over, it's certainly one of the largest. And now, of course, we have to talk about the burgeoning humanitarian crisis going on in Gaza. So in Gaza, the situation is worsening. Between cutting off electricity, water, food, fuel, and with all of this bombing, the everyday person in Gaza is suffering and suffering greatly. The situation there was not good before any of this happened, and now it is far worse. People are actually fleeing to hospitals in Israel where they are being treated by Israeli doctors and facilities. We see video footage of this coming out. Approximately 1,500 people have died in Gaza, and that includes 500 children, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. 
Netanyahu has established an emergency government with his rivals as well as a war cabinet in order to get things moving and planned out as he has completely declared an all-out war on Hamas. Again, we don't know what the exact goal is for them right now, but it looks like ridding the world of Hamas is number one on Israel's agenda. After that, experts are saying that they think they will likely look to the broader international community for next steps. But again, we will see. This is information that I got, again, from the Zoom call I was on, hosted by Columbia University with Hillary Rodham Clinton, members of the Trump administration, and representatives from Israeli government, etc. So that is what they think is going to happen next. And again, you know, this is just sort of a calculated guess. I'll definitely keep you guys posted every step of the way. Our prayers are up for peace in this area for the Israeli people, the Palestinian people, and for all racism to end. We pray for every single human being to be able to worship in peace and for God to protect us all. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Human connection can be most deeply nurtured in the experience of a shared story. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media and that is also linked in our show notes you can follow us on social media at news du jour dot podcast on both instagram and tiktok you can follow my personal account at it's annie bowls on both platforms as well any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup he has a little separation anxiety and always records with me We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh!